Hey everyone, welcome to another Chew the Bible episode. It is, what is today? What is today? Let's look. I don't even know what date it is. It's now the 24th, June 24th, 12.32 a.m. I like to just document that for the future. Um... We're going, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into it. We are on Leviticus chapter 4. This is a longer chapter with a lot more verses. So, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. I call this the missing the mark offering because that word sin has, um, in the Hebrew, that's what it means. Hebrew and the Greek, it means to miss the mark. Uh, katawa that's the Hebrew word and the Greek word is hamartia so I'm not going to go into that any deeper right now you can do that on your own (laughs) so we're just going to go ahead and yeah get right into Leviticus 4 here we go the sin offering then the Lord spoke to Moses tell the Israelites when someone sins unintentionally against any of the Lord's commands and does anything prohibited by them. If the anointed priest sinned bringing guilt on the people, he is to present to the Lord a young unblemished bull as a sin offering for the sin he has committed. He is to bring the bull to the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord, lay his hand on the bull's head and slaughter it before the Lord. The anointed priest will then take some of the bull's blood and bring it into the tent of meeting. The priest is to dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord in front of the curtain of the sanctuary. The priest is to apply some of the blood to the horns of the altar of fragrant incense that is before the Lord in the tent of meeting. He must pour out the rest of the bull's blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering that is at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He is to remove all the fat from the bull of the sin offering, the fat surrounding the entrails, all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat on them at the the loins. He will also remove the fatty lobe of the liver with the kidneys, just as the fat is removed from the ox of the fellowship sacrifice. The priest is to burn them on the altar of burnt offering, but the hide of the bull and all its flesh with its head and legs and its entrails and waist, all the rest of the bull he must bring to a ceremonially clean place outside of the camp to the ash heap that must burn it on a wood fire. It is to be burned at the ash heap. I meant to say earlier too, when I say missing the mark, it's from, you know, an archery term. So the context of that was to think of like archery, you miss the mark, miss the the bullseye. So the bullseye in God's eyes would be perfection, which is him. There's no one on this earth that's perfect. perfect. Um, as yeah, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we all fall short. We all miss the mark. We all failed the test <laughs> in God's eyes. But in Jesus, through Jesus, we all get an A. When you accept Jesus into your heart, you get an A. You pass the test. Um, you 
you hit the mark every time, no matter what. Um, now, see now I can go deeper and deeper into this. When God sees you, he sees you as hitting the mark, not missing the mark. Um, now, does that give us license to just go out and do whatever we want to do? Nah. But if you did, the blood of Jesus covers it. And there is rewards as blessings from obeying the Lord. So, and he knows, he knows we're going to miss the mark. Um, so, that's why he gave us his Holy Spirit to help us. So, I'm going to keep going. So, verse 13, back then, they didn't have Jesus. They had this process of sacrificing animals to cover everyone, to atone for their sins. So, our verse 13. Now, if the whole community of Israel errs, and the matter escapes the notice of the assembly, so that they violate any of the Lord's commands and incur guilt by doing what is prohibited, then the assembly must present a young bull as a sin offering. They are to bring it before the tent of meeting when the sin they have committed in regard to the command becomes known. The elders of the community are, are to lay their hands on the bull's head before the Lord, and it is to be slaughtered before the, the Lord. The anointed priest will bring some of the bull's blood into the tent of meeting. The priest is to dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord in front of the curtain. He is to apply some of the blood to the horns of the altar that is before the Lord in the tent of meeting. He will pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering that is at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He is to remove all the fat from it and burn it on the altar. He is to offer this bull just as he did with the bull in the sin offering. He will offer it the same way so the priests will make atonement on their behalf and they will be forgiven. Then he will bring the bull outside the camp and burn it just as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering for the assembly. Verse 22. When a leader sins, unintentionally violates any of the commands of the Lord, his God, by doing what is prohibited and incurs guilt, or someone informs him about the sin he has committed, he is to bring an unblemished male goat at his offering. He is to lay his hand on the head of the goat and slaughter it at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered before the Lord. It is a sin offering. Then the priest is to take some of the blood from the sin offering with his finger and apply it to the horns of the altar of burnt offering. The rest of its blood he is to pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering. He must burn all its fat on the altar. Like the fat of the fellowship sacrifice, in this way the priest will make atonement on his behalf for the person's sin, and he will be forgiven. Verse 27. Now, if any of the common people sins unintentionally by violating one of the Lord's commands, these are people, common people, I'm assuming, are the non-priest. Um, when they say common... Let's see here. Is there a note? People of the land. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm assuming that's the non-priest. Now, the only thing I don't know is they're, are they making a differentiation from people that are non-Jews? From Jews? I don't know. I'll just take it as the non-priest. The common people. 
So now if any of the common people sins unintentionally by violating one of the Lord's commands, does what is prohibited and incurs guilt, or if someone informs him about the sin he has committed, then he is to bring an unblemished female goat as his offering for the sin that he has committed. He is to lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it at the place of the burnt offering. Then the priest is to take some of its blood with his finger and apply it to the horns of the altar of burnt offering. He is to pour out the rest of its blood at the base of the altar. He is to remove all its fat just as the fat is removed from the fellowship sacrifice. The priest is to burn it on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf and he will be forgiven. Or if the offering that he brings at a sin offering, as a sin offering is a lamb, he is to bring an unblemished female. He is to lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it as a sin offering at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered. Then the priest is to take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and apply it to the horns of the altar of burnt offering. He is to pour out the rest of its blood at the base of the altar. He is to remove all its fat just as the fat of the lamb is removed from the fellowship sacrifice. The priest will burn it on the altar along with the fire offerings to the Lord. In this way, the priest will make atonement on his behalf for the sin he has committed, and he will be forgiven. Read these notes real quick and then we'll close it out. So, yeah, one other thing I was going to say it's important when we talk about sin. There's two types. So, you have deliberate sin or sin that you do on purpose that you know is wrong. It'd be like the commandment out of the Ten Commandments to say, Thou shalt not kill. So, if I kill somebody, I knew that I even. Even beyond that, you just God has given us a conscience, so there are some things that are just clear. You don't kill people. We just know it's wrong. Um, but then there's accidental sin, sin that you don't know that you're committing. So like, hmm. like if there was some kind of rule that said no one is to get any cookies out of the kitchen or whatever. I don't know. Like if you're a kid at your parents' house and there, your mom made a rule that there, that no one's supposed to eat any of the cookies before dinner. There you go. But you didn't hear this rule. Your other brothers heard it and sisters heard it, but you didn't hear it. And you went in, grabbed a cookie before dinner. But you didn't know this rule before then. That's like a, you know, accidental sin. Anyway. I just had to make those points real quick. We're not going to go really super deep into the theology of it all. Yeah, we're not doing that right now. Um, as we keep reading and getting into the New Testament, I may do more of that. So, uh, let's see here. My, in my goal in doing through the Bible as well is not to really get into a whole lot of deep theology or try to sway you and convince you of things. I really... My goal, once again, is to encourage more people to read the Bible and allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you and convict you and, you know, speak to you and research a lot of this stuff on your own, you know? So, all right. That God himself had to initiate the rules. These are the Tony Evans notes. I'm going to read these real quick. Um, 
It says that God himself had to initiate the rules for dealing with sin is obvious from the opening phrase, the Lord spoke to Moses. Making a way for sinners to be made right with him has always been important to God. Interestingly, the natural human reaction for dealing with sin is to hide, as Adam and Eve did in the garden. Y'all remember that from Genesis. That's the first thing they did when they disobeyed God, they hid. Israel's sin offering provided forgiveness and atonement for sins committed unintentionally. This is a broad statement that covers all kinds of situations. Although in five, chapter five, one through six, the Lord gave four specific The Lord gave four specific examples of unintentional sins needing atonement. The only atonement for deliberate intentional sin was the death of the offender. We haven't gotten into We have not gotten into those unintentional sins yet. That's what we'll read next chapter. Yeah. Chapter 4 outlines the sin offering requirements for four groups in Israel. These groups were the anointed priests, the whole community of Israel, leaders, and the common people. See, there you go. The anointed priests, the whole community of Israel, leaders, and the common people. Here we go. That's the question I had. The word common, of course, had nothing to do with their intrinsic value to God. Rather, it was a recognition of their diverse positions within the community and the potential impact their sins would have on the nation. So these are people that are not part of the community of Israel. I don't know. I'm still confused on who these common people are they're referring to. Are they talking about Gentiles? Yeah. The entire sacrificial system will grind to a halt if the anointed priest, the high priest, was carrying unforgiven sin. Carrying unforgiven sin that would disqualify him from ministering before the Lord. His sin would bring guilt on the entire nation, so his sacrifice had to be the costliest animal mentioned. Which was a bull, an unblemished bull. Hmm. And bulls are huge. Those are like cows, but yeah, big old bull. Yeah. No one whose sin was left without a remedy. Those are probably super expensive. It's probably like bringing a big old pickup truck equivalent in pricing. Man, I'm gonna get some of these pickup trucks. I'll be like, you driving on a little house. These how these trucks be costing more than fifty grand. Expensive. The priest will lay his hand on the bull's head. I don't even read this and I said, no one whose sin was left without a remedy, but addressing the offense always required the shedding of blood. Sin always requires death. The priest will lay his hand on the bull, like sin is serious stuff serious stuff i'm glad we don't live during the days when people got limbs cut off and were just put to death immediately for some of the smallest of sins the priest will lay his hand on the bull's head signifying that this animal is bearing his sin the phrase before the lord occurs 10 times in chapter 4 alone and many times afterward 
Through these rituals, people were constantly being reminded that their sin was first an offense against the holy God they worshipped. Thus, it was him they needed to satisfy. David showed he understood this truth when he said, Against you, Lord, you alone, I have sinned and done this evil. That's from Psalm 51. 51.4 The second set of sin offering procedures was the whole community of Israel. This signals a logical progression because if the congregation as a whole is under God's displeasure for sin, nothing good was going to happen at the individual level. Similarly, in church, God's people need to keep short their sin accounts with the Lord so that we can move ahead as one to advance his kingdom on earth. A leader could refer to either a tribal leader or an official in one of the clans of a particular tribe. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, for once again giving me the ability to share it, read it, talk about it. I pray in the name of Jesus for those that don't know you, they would surrender their life to you. They'll ask you into their heart. They'll ask your, they would accept your son, Jesus, who died for them as the ultimate sacrifice. Even better than that bull, um, the greatest sacrifice, Lord. Uh, you died and shed your blood on the cross so that in the end... Uh, rose again and you one day will return for all of us so i just pray in the name of jesus god that they would surrender their life give it over to you god and uh, ask you into their heart and be changed and transformed forever and ever and ever amen all right y'all i'll be back later today or tomorrow so god bless y'all thanks for watching and Deuces. Your money on